Right now, staying connected is more important than ever, and fast, reliable internet from Xfinity can help. We have plans to fit every budget, with speeds up to a gig, all at Xfinity.com. We'll ship you a self-install kit on us to make setup quick, safe, and easy. No tech visit required. And our simple digital tools will help you manage your account online. At Xfinity, we're committed to keeping you connected. Find great offers and value today at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. It's now time for the Pony Cake Sports Podcast with your hosts, Josh Stevens, Tim Thompson, and Tom Schultz. Woo! Hey there, everybody. We are back with another episode. And as always, I'm joined here by Tim. Tim, how's it going? I am doing fantastic. Thank you, Joshua. How are you, sir? I'm um, doing just fine, man. Getting ready to uh, talk some fantasy football. We had a uh, pretty good week of fantasy last week. Some quarterbacks in the top 10 that we probably did not predict, such as quarterback Josh Allen finishing as the number four fantasy quarterback on the week. Those rushing yards, bro. They'll get I you. I know. It's crazy. They'll get you. 99 rushing yards, to be exact, for uh, Mr. Josh Allen uh, of the Buffalo Bills against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, pretty impressive. Uh, Andrew Luck, again, continuing on with his uh, very impressive year that he's got, uh, minus his, uh, what was that, week two and week three numbers that he had of 11 and 13 points. Uh, after that, he's been pretty much just killing it. He's been a star. Um, but, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about our week 13 must-starts and must-sits of the week. Start off with the quarterback position. Who are you starting this week. This week, this guy is at home. This guy has been hot. This guy is a a star, past MVP candidate. I'm going to go with one Russell Wilson. Not only can he pass the ball, throw it around to multiple, uh, multiple guys, but he's still a rushing threat. He still has the ability to to you know get those highly needed first downs. You saw your point, Josh Allen. Those rushing yards and that touchdown is what put him up that high. Uh, I don't think Russell Wilson's gonna be rushing for 100 yards himself, but he could squeak in there a you know a 40 yard game with a touchdown. You never know. Add that to his uh, you know 250 to 300 yard game with a couple of passing touchdowns. Give me Russell Wilson at home against a 49ers team. Yeah, the 49ers just gave up the 312 yards to Jameis Winston, two touchdowns for 22.9 points uh, this past week. <clears throat> Russell Wilson and the uh, Seattle Seahawks are playing a lot better football than they started uh, the season. I think that is a uh, trend that uh, has gone back for now the last two years uh, with the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. So I do agree with that. I think Russell Wilson's going to have a pretty good game this week. Uh, it's pretty funny, though, when you look at it. They play San Francisco this week, then Minnesota next week, and then San Francisco again. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they do uh, with these next three weeks. Again, I believe they are, what, 6-5? and five? I think we did. There. Um, these are almost must-win games for the uh, the Seahawks. Again, with uh, the Seahawks, their re- receiver core is not the greatest receiver core either. So he's no. pretty much doing it. Um, I I don't want to say on his own, but with uh, lesser than less than stellar names, Tyler Lockett, he's he's emerging as uh, one of the the threats for that team. 
They got, uh, of course, uh, Doug Baldwin, who is not the Doug Baldwin of what he was God, the, no. last year or the year before. So it's going to be very interesting. Talk about a guy that you don't think ever recovered from his uh, his injury. Yeah, man, it's tough. Um, my quarterback, my must start of the week. You're probably not going to like it, Tim, but I'm going to go with Philip Rivers. Uh, he is playing the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, in Pittsburgh, I know that you like Pittsburgh to win this game. I do. Um, you you just look at you look at the Pittsburgh numbers from the last couple of weeks, and you look at these numbers, and theoretically, you should not go with Philip Rivers. Uh, 197 yards passing, 104 yards passing, 193, 218, 180. Those are very, very good numbers. All those games are 15.6 points or under. So that's the last five weeks. Yep. Um, but Phillip Rivers is going to be without Melvin Gordon. So no real run game. So what is he going to have to do? Check down passes to Austin Eckler. Throw the ball to the wide receivers that he has, which is Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and whoever else that he can throw the ball to. Again, we know that Mike Williams is pretty much running that tight end role with Hunter Henry still out on the year. I still like Phillip Rivers to put up some decent quality numbers, regardless if they lose or not. Yeah, Phillip Rivers is a kind of a lock, in my opinion, to be one of those uh, big numbers. I don't, I don't hate it. I, I am picking the Steelers just because it's the Steelers at home, but... I am thinking, agreeing with you that Philip Rivers goes out there, has himself a monster day, and uh, I don't hate it at all, Josh. All right. Well, it's not bad, then. No, I appreciate not, that. Not terrible. Who's your must-sit of the week? My must-sit is someone that went ham on Thanksgiving. Ooh. Someone Dak Prescott. Bring him back down to earth. He, I know they're at home, but the New Orleans Saints defense is very, very good. Um, they know what they're doing. They have good pressure up front. They're going to be the number one rushing defense, I believe, in the league. Isn't that what we, we said prior? I believe so. Um, slowing Zeke down is only going to hurt Dak that much more. I feel like they're going to be able to put a pretty much every single play corner with a safety over the top of Amari Cooper, who's been extremely hot for the uh, Cowboys uh, this year, and they're going to just be able to shut it down. So give me a sit of Dak Prescott. <clears throat> yeah, you look at what Matt Ryan did against the uh, the Saints secondary last week, 377 and two touchdowns, only for 20.7 points. The week before that, Carson Wentz, 156 yards, no touchdowns for .8 points. And then the Cincinnati Bengals, 198 and a touchdown for 18.2. I like Dak Prescott for maybe about... 15 to 18 points, but if you're looking for the Dak Prescott that you had last week of 27, be uh, be leery of that. I, I like him for maybe only like 250 and a touchdown, which would put him like right at about that uh, that 18 point mark at the most. You can keep him, sir. My sit of the week is going to be one Mr. Thomas Brady. Ooh. He is facing the <laughs> tough secondary and defense overall. Of the uh, Minnesota, <laughs> I just burned right, it. Right. Yeah, well, I was eating a piece of ice and uh, like got stuck in my throat. Uh, <laughs> but he is playing the tough secondary of the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings last couple of weeks, eleven point nine points to Aaron Rodgers, fourteen point nine points to uh, Mitchell Trubisky. 
uh, 6.6 to Matt Stafford, 9.9 to Drew Brees. And then uh, you can keep going on and on with these numbers. But I think Tom Brady is going to fall into the same category as some of these other quarterbacks here. Josh, I love it. Uh, absolutely love it. Love you not being scared to sit a Hall of Famer uh, in Tom Brady. And, um, you know, I get that it's at home. I understand that. But Tom Brady hasn't thrown for over 300 yards since week eight. Uh, it's been a while. He's uh, And Minnesota is, like we've talked about in the previous episode, trying to prove a point. They have, a, uh, they have to stay hot in order to uh, catch the Chicago Bears. Moving on to running back, Tim. Your must-starts of the week for running back. Obviously, we're going to recap real quick what some of these guys did last week. Uh, Kenyon Drake had a big game last week, 26.6 points. He had 32 yards rushing and a touchdown, but the bigger part of it was 64 recept- or 64 receiving yards on five receptions for a touchdown. Austin Eckler, 35 yards rushing, a touchdown, but 10 receptions for 68 yards. That's huge for PPR leagues. And, of course, Christian McCaffrey, 17 for 125 and a touchdown, 11 receptions for 112 yards and a touchdown. When you look at Austin Eckler, you have to remember Melvin Gordon is going to be out of the game. Lennon Fournette is suspended for this week. He is con- or he's uh, trying to appeal that suspension. Me, personally, I think that suspension is going to hold up. Uh, Leonard Fournette did have 25.8 points. That was good for the number sixth overall uh, highest scoring running back of the week. Who's your must-start? My must-start is one Kareem Hunt wow. against the Oakland Raiders. Listen, I know that it's in Oakland, but the Chiefs are coming off of a bye. Uh, the... Uh, Raiders are in the bottom third of uh, rushing uh, points allowed in fantasy football. And Kareem Hunt, you know, two weeks ago in Los Angeles, had over 20 points. Um, He's very, very talented. Coming off of a bye, I really like Kareem Hunt. If not only because of how good he is, the Chiefs are going to be up big pretty early here. So it's just going to be a feed, uh, feed Hunt the ball before you take him out in the third quarter. Wow. Look for him to get like 15 attempts, but still push that 100-yard mark, have some uh, you know, five, six receptions as well, and have himself a day. I don't hate that at all. Kareem Hunt is a very good running back, and uh, man, that's uh, I don't, I don't hate that one bit, man. That's, that's pretty good. Um, I'm going to have two must-starts of the week. I'm going to go first with, uh, if Leonard Ford is out, I'm going to go with Carlos Hyde. Uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are playing the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, you got to look at what they have given up to some running backs the last couple of weeks. Uh, to the Miami Dolphins, we just talked about a little bit of Kenyon Drake. Uh, 36.8 points. If you look at week number 10, uh, to the Jacksonville Jaguars, again, 41.2 points that week a couple weeks before that 25 points 25 points another week of 41 i think this uh has the writing on the wall where the jacksonville jaguars need to kind of restart restart their engines a little bit and if leonard fournette's out i like carlos hyde's chances of putting some points up very interesting uh my very other running back is going to be one josh adams against the washington redskins you know I'm a big Josh Adams fan. I think they need to keep feeding him the ball. If you look at what the Washington Redskins have done against running backs the last couple weeks, 28 points to uh, Zeke Elliott last week, or the Dallas Cowboy running backs last week. 
uh, 18 points to running backs for the Houston Texans the week before, 25 to the Tampa Bay running backs that week before that, and 46 to the Atlanta running backs in week number nine. I, I think that if the Eagles decide to feed Josh Adams the ball, Josh Adams could have another 80-yard uh, rushing day, maybe a touchdown or two. That is uh, it's very interesting, Josh. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but it's interesting. All right. My must-sit for running backs. I could go with the easy out here, which is Zeke, because he's going up against the top-rated rushing defense. Not going to do that. Not going to do it, all right? Not going to do that. I'm going to go with one Saquon Barkley. Very interesting. Saquon Barkley, I don't care that they're at home. The Bears have been very, very good at shutting down. I believe um, they've only given up two rushing touchdowns to running backs. Um, It's either it's two or three rushing touchdowns total. One was to a quarterback, um, but this past week against – LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt scored a and touchdown. And then uh, before that, gave, they gave two up. <coughs> one rushing touchdown. To Josh I believe. Allen. No. <coughs> well, yeah, to Josh Allen. Yeah. But I believe they gave up one rushing touchdown to Kerryon Johnson in week number That's 10. Right. So that was only their third <coughs> rushing touchdown allowed altogether. Um, you just can't like those numbers. I understand Saquon is an absolute stud. But if my week's depending on it and I have a... Saquon Barkley or Nick Chubb dilemma, which some people could have. It's a realistic dilemma. I'm starting Nick Chubb. Might not like it. May not agree with it. Saquon Barkley under 10 fantasy points this this week, and a full point PPR. That's saying a lot. Uh, um, I I like Saquon Barkley for probably a couple more points than that. I like definitely not the 35. I could see him having a week like he did in uh. San Francisco, where he had, or, or Washington, where he had 14 or 20 points. I like him in between the, uh, again, in the 12 to 18 point range, which is low for Saquon, because right now he's averaging 26 points a fantasy game. Uh, I believe, how many catches does he get in a game? He is getting, shit, week number two, he had 14 receptions. Week three, five, then six, then four, then nine, nine, nine. Then four, two, and seven. Uh, I could see the the Bears limiting his uh, production throughout the the air a little bit here. I see. Um, I definitely see a possibility. My my thought process here is they are taking fellow rookie Roquan Smith and having him spy on Saquon the entire game. Okay. I know that they're a three four defense, so normally you know it's not an easy. You don't normally have a linebacker sit there and spy on a running back, but he's going to be. One on one, watching you know Saquon might still catch it, but in, limit any type of breathing room for a Saquon Barkley. Um, Roquan's had a little bit of issue tackling this year, more than I'd like to say, but he finds a way. He keeps him under that ten point mark. All right, so my must sit of the week is going to be Sony Michelle again. It's another Patriots player, Ooh. but with sitting Sony Michelle, I like starting James White this week. I think it's going to be Tom Brady with a couple check down passes to James White and full point PPR. James White is going to light it up. I think he's going to have five plus catches throughout the year, uh, the air, uh, 50 or more yards. Uh, Sony Michelle, I think he's going to have uh, uh, a dud of a game and definitely don't look for the 22.5 points that he had uh, this past week. I think it's going to be more of a realistic game where he had 
where he has more like 12 points. I, I don't think it's going to be a big game for him. I have one more uh, must sit. Okay. That's going to be Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller. Against the Cleveland Browns. Um, I just don't like Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller is a very smart running back. He's not a very physical running back. He doesn't, you know, just, I don't like what the Browns are going to bring to the table in terms of their front seven. I know that they haven't been great. They're bottom third for their rushing defense as well. Lamar Miller is going to have a bad game this week. Yeah, the front seven for the Cleveland Browns is pretty phenomenal overall. <clears throat> they have been giving up some points, running back, some some uh, running backs in the 40-point total marks. But um, Lamar Miller, the big chunk of his 100-plus yards last week in week number 12 was that 97-yard rush on 12 carries. Uh, they also still had 13 carries for Alfred, Alfred Blue as well. So they don't love Lamar Miller, in my opinion. They still want to use Alfred Blue as well. So I will go ahead and agree with you on that one. Josh, I'll, uh, I have one very last one. I know okay. I've already done two, but I've just heard uh, here that it is, I don't think officially official, but official that Lamar Jackson is going to be starting again Ooh-hoo-hoo. for the Baltimore Ravens there we go. in Atlanta. It's your must start, right? My must sit. <laughs> sit I'm starting him this in week. Atlanta. I'm going to start him this go week. Go ahead, start him. All right, let's go ahead and move on to wide receiver. Uh, last week in week number 12, Amari Cooper led the uh, the fantasy uh, point total for wide receivers at 38 points even. Juju Smith-Schuster was right underneath that uh, for uh, 37.9 points. Adam Thielen came in third with 26.5. Uh, some big numbers by some of these wide receivers. Some of the guys that kind of are up on the list that – Probably are a little bit more uh, shocking. Corey Davis, the fifth number, uh, fifth overall wide receiver on the list there with 23.3 points. David Moore from the Seattle Seahawks, 20.3. And uh, Jermaine Kurz from the Jets, 18.6. Who are your must-starts and who are your must-sits? My must-start of the week is going to be one Keenan Allen All right. for the Los Angeles Chargers. Um I really just get that vibe that that Sunday night game in uh, Pittsburgh is going to be a shootout. I just think it's going to be a back and forth, just go at it. Rivers, uh, Roethlisberger, old school foes, enemies. Um, Both defenses are good, but I just feel like both offenses are that much better. Um, I feel like Big Ben now, especially now that the, the Bell stuff is off their chest, uh, they had the bad loss last week, but it's going to be a back and forth, and Allen's going to have a big day. The Antonio Browns, the Juju Smith-Schusters of the world are also going to have big days. Mike Williams, but more importantly, Keenan Allen is my must-start. Yeah, no Melvin Ingram, Phillip Rivers is Melvin gonna, Gordon. Or yeah, I'm sorry, Melvin Gordon. Yep. Uh, no Melvin Gordon in this game. They're going to need a uh, – Phillip Rivers is going to need a target to throw to. Keenan Allen will be that guy. He was going to be one of my guys. Um but because he is off the board here, I am going to go with wide receiver DJ Moore of the Carolina Panthers. Oh, nice. Uh, sneaky like play. They're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, sir. Um, DJ Moore has week after week put up better and better weeks. 
this past week in week number 12, he had 17.8 points. Now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary has been playing a little bit better, uh, especially when you look at the uh, the beginning of the year compared to now. Uh, you look at weeks number 1, 2, and 3, 23 receptions uh, for 268 yards for wide receivers, uh, 13 for 127. Uh, and then the Pittsburgh Steelers had 20 receptions for 200 yards. Now you look at these last three weeks, eight receptions, eight receptions, and 11 receptions. Now they have been doing a better job, but Carolina is a must-win situation right here. And I think uh, they're going to try to dial in a little bit more on uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, so I like DJ Moore in a big, uh, big statement game for DJ Moore here. I, I like that quite a bit, Josh. I like that uh, very, very much. My... Secondary, uh, if I can do a second one here, Josh. Go ahead. Is, um, who was I going with here? Um, Emmanuel Sanders. Cincinnati, against the Cincinnati Bengals. I know it's on the road. Um, I think that Case Keenum still has his average day where he's about you know 250 to 275 and two to three touchdowns, a couple picks. But you have one Emmanuel Sanders. Now the, the lone ranger of that. Uh, actually, a court and sentence there, so he's not the one ranger, but um, he goes out there. He has himself a day. Emmanuel Sanders. Fair enough, man. Who is your uh, your must sit of the week? My must sit of the week is going to be. Hmm. You have is, it. If not, the, I got yeah, one. No, go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, my must sit of the week, and I have uh, called this player out before. Yep. And I have hit it before. Yeah. Julio Jones mm. against the Baltimore Ravens. Right. I uh, I think the Baltimore Ravens again their their defense overall their secondary against wide receivers is very very good. Um, you look at what they did against Oakland. Now I know Oakland doesn't have very good wide receivers, but only gave up six receptions to wide receivers for seventy eight yards. The week before that against the Cincinnati Bengals, seven for one hundred and three. The week before that against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers in Week 9, 17 for 158. Um, they held New Orleans in check, 10 for 113. This secondary of the Baltimore Ravens is extremely good. I like uh, Julio Jones to not have a complete crap game, but uh, if you're looking for the, the 25, 23 points that Julio Jones has been putting up, look more for the, uh, the 10 to 15 point range. I'm going to go with Bob Woods. Really? Yeah, I'm going to say Bob, like Bob Woods. Woods this week. Uh, I just think that the uh, the Rams are going to be in more of a let's control it, let's beat Detroit in Detroit. It's kind of like a trap game for the Rams right now. Okay. Beat them, get out of there. It's going to be a feed girly, just slow pace type of type of game, and the Rams are going to find it. Listen, they they got had their their big uh, their big matchup against the Chiefs that went the way that it did. They've had their bye now. They got two tough NFC North games, both on the road at Detroit, at Chicago. They're going to just want to kind of keep everyone healthy, get out of there with the win as fast as they can with how many people have had hiccups in Detroit. Yeah. It's going to be a girly game, baby. All right. Sounds good. Fair enough. Let's go to move on to the tight end position. The uh, number one tight end for week number 12 was one Zach Ertz with seven catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown. For 22.1 points overall, Eric Ebron was 5 for 45 and two touchdowns. Continues to just keep uh, catching the ball in the end zone. He is now at 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 touchdowns 
on the year, the third tight end ranked overall. Uh, so pretty impressive uh, from one Eric Ebron. A uh, huge difference from last year to this year. Um, and David Njoku was the third tight end with 17.3. Who's your must start of the week? My must start is going to be Travis Kelsey. This is a Travis Kelsey game against the Oakland Raiders. I know I already said Kareem Hunt as well. They're going to end up feeding him, but early. It's just like they're going to get in the red zone, and I don't expect the Tyreek Hills, the Sammy Watkins of the world to have big days here. I just think it's going to be a the big guys, the Kareem Hunts, the Travis Kelsey's type of day. All right. Well, it's a no-brainer, but I still like Hey, I it. don't go with a lot of no-brainers. <laughs> you go back through my history, I don't, don't go with the big names normally. No, I but this is this is But this is too obvious to me, and especially for the tight end position. I mean, it's just it's either him or the guy that you're going to pick, I'm sure. Uh, I'm going to go with Jonu Smith. Oh, it's not. Who uh, I'm go with. For the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they're facing, I believe, the, the Jets, right? Um, I I just think Jonu Smith, he has now become a part of this offense. Uh, for the Tennessee Titans, Marcus Mariota is relying on him a little bit more. You look at some of his receptions. He's had a couple, the last couple of weeks, uh, two receptions last week, but one for a touchdown, six catches the week before, three catches the week before that, two again against Dallas. He's becoming something that uh, Marcus Mariota can rely uh, throwing the ball to. So uh, 14 points last week, 10 points the week before that, 13 and 11. Uh, I think he's going to continue that trend of uh, being above double-digit scoring. Very, very interesting, Josh. Uh, If I had to pick a non-big name, it would be David Njoku. Okay. So I thought you would go with. Um, Houston's defense is very good, but Njoku could be the, the forgotten player, if you would. Uh, the front seven is going to be focused on Chubb. The secondary is going to be focused on a Jarvis Landry. Uh, who's your boy? Antonio Callaway. Yeah. Uh, all those guys. Njoku's the perfect slip-through and take-care-of-business type of tight end, so look for him to potentially uh, – you know, do that five receptions last week for 63 yards and a touchdown. Who's your must-sit of the week? My must-sit of the week is going to be Austin Hooper. Um, you mentioned it uh, with uh, who is it? Oh, Julio Jones. I just think that the uh, Falcons and Matt Ryan are going to struggle a little bit. They have no running game, so they have nothing to kind of keep that defense at bay. So Austin Hooper is the obvious choice to me. Uh, my must-sit of the week is going to be one George Kittle. Uh, now, I know George Kittle is the number fourth ranked tight end overall. Um, he had six receptions last week for 48, uh, 48 yards. There he is facing the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks are actually pretty good against a tight end position, sixth overall <coughs> on the year. Uh, 3.1 points given up to tight ends last week, 17.9 to the Green Bay tight ends the week before. If you remember, that one that one uh, touchdown for a long reception was a broken play. Uh, so I think that was kind of a fluke. Uh, the Rams tight ends, that offense is just completely different. And then I think if you look at the Chargers, the Lions, and the Oakland Raiders, that kind of puts it more in perspective where I think this is ga- this game is going to go for the San Francisco 49ers uh, with uh, 4.8, 7.3, and 3 points. Now, I'm not going to say George Kittle is going to go out there and put 3 points up. If you look at George Kittle's numbers the last couple weeks, he had 11 points, still over double digits, 17 points, 20, 10, 20. He is the number 4th ranked tight end. I think 
you're going to be more realistic where he might have a game like he just had this past week of 11 points. But if you're looking for George Kittle to put up that 20-point total or that 15-point uh, total, I don't think it's going to happen this week. Fair enough. Anything else, man? Honestly, that's it. That's a quick moving show here. Yeah. No, I feel uh, I feel pretty confident in what we uh, what we had going there. I like uh, I like I like how the uh, the fantasy playoffs for most people are going to be coming up uh, after week number thirteen. Yep. So honestly, if there are a couple guys to be looking out on the waivers, um, if your waivers do happen to pop up. Uh, on uh, I don't know Thursday morning, or if you're if you're late on waivers, or if you're looking for the the very last week to pick some guys up, look for uh, Justin Jackson from the Chargers. I know a lot of people are going to be looking for Austin Eckler out there, but uh, remember Austin Eckler is more of a receiving threat out of the backfield. Uh, Justin Jackson is more of the between the tackles runner. If Melvin Gordon is going to be out for a couple weeks, uh, Jonu Smith he's still out there in a lot of leagues. I would uh, consider picking him up as well, uh, and you got to remember Jack Doyle is now on the IR. So if somebody's got uh, Eric Ebron and you had Jack Doyle, or if you're struggling at the tight end position, you may be wanting to try to uh, trade for one Eric Ebron and try to get him on your team. If you're in need, like desperate need of a tight end, you don't know what to do. Um, I'd be looking at one uh, Chris Herden. Uh, from the the Jets. The Jets. Yeah, yeah he's talking in a full point PPR league. Four of their last six active weeks over ten points. Um, that's that's what you're looking for, especially like if you're desperate. I think he's only the seventeenth ranked or eighteenth ranked uh, tight end, but definitely someone who, if I'm desperate and you know either your tight end's hurt or you've just never had a good tight end, I'm looking at someone like him. If you have Todd Gurley, Marlon Brown. Very important. You got to be thinking about that later very, on, or very, even if somebody else has Todd Gurley. Spe- I picked up Marlon Brown three weeks ago. Spe- specifically, if you're a Todd Gurley owner, I mean, after this week, if next, so next week in most leagues is the first week of the playoffs. That means if you have Gurley, say you have a bye, right? Yeah. If the Rams end up beating the Chicago Bears. There's not much left for them to play. Well, it depends what the Saints do, obviously. But, I mean, they're pretty much secure to buy. They could be wrestling their starters. You know, come, come championship weekend, specifically. Maybe not your first playoff game, but come championship weekend, you could be looking at no Todd Gurley. Yeah. That is something to think about, kids. Definitely something to think about. Even uh, consider the fact that Josh Allen as well. Like... I don't want to say that he is a, a must pick up, but think about that later on in the season. You got to remember last year, right? Yep. Jimmy Garoppolo came on. Jimmy Garoppolo put up huge numbers at the end of the year. Uh, you could look at Josh Allen. He finished in the top five of scoring this week. He's back. He's healthy. He had almost 100 yards rushing. He's a dual threat quarterback. His schedule for the rest of the year is the Miami Dolphins, the Jets, the Detroit Lions, and then you have the New England Patriots. It's a pretty cake schedule right yep. there. So that, sure that's is. a that's a possibility as well. I'm not saying that you're going to go out and pick them up and start them, but if one of your quarterbacks end up getting hurt in one of those games, I wouldn't feel uh, I wouldn't feel exactly awful if I had to no. roll them out in nope. desperation. Sure one. I would rather, let me say this, I would rather feel more comfortable with Josh Allen than Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson's getting a lot of hype right now. I agree with that. Uh, anything else, man? That's it, brother. 
All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, this week thirteen or starts and sits of the week. Uh, again, look, uh, listen to the episode that we just had out there as well, uh, which is the week twelve recap and week thirteen predictions. Uh, for Tim and myself, we are Pony Kick Sports. You guys can follow us on Twitter at Pony Kick Sports at Pony underscore Keg underscore Tom and at Fight Talk Tim. Email us PonyKickSports at gmail.com. And until next time. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.